learning to live with flaming flatulence will not be heard tonight so that we can bring you this mediocre program. Happiness. 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 I did it. Ovaries. Uvula. Uterus. Vagina! Ah, Faith. Summer can be so sweet, can it not? It can also be really cruel. Have you been listening to Bananarama, Faith? All day, every day. So that's what you're doing when I can't get you on the phone. It's a cruel summer. Kids can be cruel, especially girls. And boys. What about boys who were raised as girls and have developed homicidal tendencies? Sweetest people you'll ever meet. Welcome to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me as always is my cruel summer of a co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Be you a spook, specter, astral traveler from Dimension X, or murdering some bitch and slasher at a summer camp, welcome to our little program. Tonight we continue our summer slasher series that began with Jaws and continued with Friday the 13th Part 2. Tonight's film, well, it leaves quite an impression, doesn't it, Faith? It does something. I'm not sure what it does, but it does something. Things are a little strange at Camp Arawak, aren't they, Faith? Things are a little strange at Camp Arawak, and they're definitely a little strange with tonight's film. Faith, tell our listeners what is on the slab for postmortem tonight. From writer-director Robert Hiltzik, we have 1983's cult classic Sleepaway Camp, starring Felissa Rose, Catherine Cammy, Paul D'Angelo, and Mike Kellen. Released on November 18, 1983, this film traces its roots all the way back to Alfred Hitchcock's seminal 1960 masterpiece, Psycho. It is a slasher film, the genre created by Hitch when he introduced the world to murderer Norman Bates and his alter ego mother. And like Psycho, it also has a twist ending that has to be seen to be believed. And they definitely let you see it. And once you see it, you'll never unsee it. Tonight's review will feature spoilers, so you have been warned. We will be judging Sleepaway Camp in two categories tonight, overall film and what the hell was that? A category grading some of the more bizarre moments in the film. The moments that make you go, what the hell was that? In lieu of stars, we will be awarding Sleepaway Camp, pervy camp chefs who get burned by boiling water. I like it. But did you like Sleepaway Camp? That's what we're going to find out after the break. We're going to take a short pause for a coffee cause. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and get ready to howl at the moon. It's time for the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We will see you on the other side. It's 12.01, The Witching Hour. You're listening to WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. You are cleared for departure. Your destination, the late night fright. Commencing transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Be enough. 
Friday the 13th. Rated R. Counselor. Hoping to make your summer camp experience the best available in this price range. For one summer, the parents of 300 children... You must be the short, depressed kid that we ordered. Come on inside, Frankenstein. I'll buy a cocktail. ...are putting their faith... These are the camp rules. We'll be in here if you want to check these out a little bit later. ...in one man. Let the game begin! There's no way we're going to beat this team. What are we going to do? We're going to lose. But we can lose with some self-respect. It just doesn't matter! It just doesn't matter! How's the light? Okay. Yeah, for now. But if you don't win, we cut it off. But the real excitement, of course, is going to come at the end of the summer. Uh, during Sexual Awareness Week, we import 200 hookers from around the world. And each camper, armed with only a thermos of coffee, and $2,000 cash, tries to visit as many countries as he can. Oh, my God. Take me. And then the winner, of course, is named King of Sexual Awareness Week. Bill Murray. Meatballs. Really? Welcome back to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can do that at Late Night Fright Podcast at gmail.com. We talked about our friend Michael Whitaker, went to Blob Fest last weekend in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. he got back in touch with us, said he had a great time. Wonderful. Michael, thank you for reaching out to us. And mm-hmm. if you'd like to get in touch with us, there you go. Late Night Fright Podcast at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from all of you out there. So before we get into tonight's discussion, quick coffee check. What are you drinking, Faith? I don't actually remember the name of the, what is it, the brand? CDM. CDM. I was going to say CMD, so CM That is backwards. a New Orleans brand, and it is coffee, coffee and chicory. Coffee and chicory. It's so good. So smooth, really. It's a real smooth blend. Yeah. I am, uh, once again, going with the Dead Sled, Robert England Stay Awake blend. Good it's choice. just, it's, it is, it's always, we have two good choices tonight. <laughs> let's see if we have a good choice in film, shall let's, we? Let's we see. have a, We have a film. <laughs> let's see if it's a good choice. Tonight's film comes to us courtesy of writer-director Robert Hiltzik. I like that name. I like it, too. It was filmed in Argyle, New York, near Summit Lake at a camp that had once been known as Camp Algonquin. Hiltzik attended the camp as a child. Felissa Rose stars as Angela, a young girl who lost her father and brother, or was it her sister, in a tragic boating accident years earlier. Angela is a little different, isn't she, Faith? She's a little different, yes. Angela, like Norman Bates before her, has a big secret, doesn't she, Faith? Yes, she does. Or would we call it a little secret? <laughs> well, well, Little, possibly. We'll get to it. <laughs> Tonight, we have murder by speedboat, murder by bees, murder by drowning, murder by hatchet, murder by arrow, murder by decapitation, and my personal favorite, and I believe it's Faith's as well, murder by hot curling iron. Oh, yes. We're not going to tell you where they put that curling iron You'll quite have to yet. Figure that out for yourself. Maybe possibly. later. <laughs> this film has been compared to the first Friday the Thirteenth, as it is a whodunit, and in addition, it's a slasher picture. It's also unique in the genre, as its cast is made up of predominantly adolescent actors, and that was something that I noticed watching the movie. I've seen this before, but mm-hmm. I was watching it, and when I saw that note, I went, "That's why it's a little unsettling." Right. Yeah, that's really true. Uh, most slasher films of this era had adults playing teenagers. Rotten Tomatoes says Sleepaway Camp is a standard teen slasher elevated by occasional moments of John Waters-esque weirdness and a twisted ending. We said there would be spoilers, and indeed there will be spoilers starting right now. You have been warned. Go ahead, Faith. She's been waiting to do it. 
Angela is actually Peter, and Angela also has a Peter. Very good faith. Now that that is out of the way, what did you think of Sleepaway Camp? I would like to recap my... I started watching this last night, so I'd like to start there if you don't mind. I would also like to let our listeners know... You had never seen well, that's, this that's, movie. That's part of my that's part okay. of my story here. So this is my first time watch. I've never I've seen the I've seen the poster. I've seen the I've seen Felissa Rose. I've seen her face. But I've never really Googled the movie. I've never looked it up. I knew it's a slasher movie. Obviously it's slasher month here, summer slasher series. And you're a very smart person, so you can probably surmise from the title Sleepaway Camp. Right. I what what the general gist of this movie exactly. is. Exactly. I'm thinking, okay, it's a sleepaway camp slasher film. There we go. You know, and I'm not expecting, I don't know the story. I don't know anything. So I'm going in with an open mind, waiting to just meet this our slasher. And I'm going to, I ended this movie this morning, actually. And I think we said it in one of our, in, in the intro, it is a what the hell. It's a what the hell. <laughs> is this. Right. Like, what did I just watch? Right. But in a good way? Like, yes. <laughs> like, what? Yes. Let me ask you just, uh, this is yes or no. Okay. Did you like the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so did I. Let me let me lay this out for okay. you. Let me lay down some heavy stuff here. Okay. Great moments mm-hmm. in human history. Mm-hmm. Invention of the wheel. Discovery of fire. Mm-hmm. Macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. The Fender bass. The Fender bass changed the face of popular music. Mm-hmm. Sleepaway Camp. It's a great list. That's the list right there. There you go. <laughs> That's the list. As I was watching this movie, I had some questions going through my head. Like, I wrote those questions down. Let's hear them. I also attempted to answer those questions. <laughs> Is this a good movie? I don't know. <laughs> Am I enjoying this movie? Yes, way more than I should. Exactly. My head and heart were having a constant battle mm-hmm. watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Am I enjoying it for the reasons the filmmakers want me to enjoy it? I'm not sure. That's a good answer for that Th- one. Then I wrote, movie, eh, <laughs> slasher with a heart next to it. <laughs> so, so that's where I'm at on this movie. Um, before we get into some funny stuff, I, I think I have some funny stuff here that we'll, we'll cover. And this, this is a movie that, that opens itself up to some humor, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it is a little unsettling, as I said, because you do have a cast of adolescents. It was a little weird watching a movie where teenagers, like, mm-hmm. like tween agers yeah. <laughs> are, are getting off some of them yeah you know one of them kind of famously at the end loses his head you should you could say <laughs> all right so let's talk about this this movie is unintentionally funny oh yeah I think okay so. <laughs> i made a list of some things that are unintentionally funny that also uh are on my list of what the hell moments all right here we okay, go i'm ready we have a pedo cook who expresses his pedo desires to his cook staff and they laugh. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that's the character Artie, played by Owen Hughes, who meets, uh, well, he meets a, a hot end in, in some boiling water. Yeah, do we know if he technically we don't, dies? We don't know. Yeah, it's on the, it's let's, on the murder list as, as unspecified. So... <laughs> One of I have so many favorite moments in this movie. We have a tragic boating accident at the beginning that is absolutely a riot. <laughs> absolutely a riot. We have the young couple and they're out there on the boat and they got somebody skiing and the girl in the bikini wants to drive. Let me drive the boat. Okay. And she takes over the wheel and you've got then where where the other kind of strangeness comes in. Remember, this is 1983. You have uh, Angela and Peter and their father and his lover, gay lover, kind of progressive for the time, I would say. I right? would say. Uh, uh, another layer of oddness to the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. But but the, yeah. Great, the great moment here is when the father and uh, Peter, Angela, I should say, I'm sorry, the father and Angela get run over, but they do the close-up. On his lover, mm-hmm. John. <laughs> like, John is so melodramatic. John. 
mm-hmm. like a soap opera or something. I, 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 I rewound it several times <laughs> to, to take it in. We have Aunt Martha, played by Desiree Gould. This absolutely campy performance in this movie that, in a movie that is actually taking itself rather seriously, and you have the flashback scenes to Aunt Martha. And, but you know, it's really campy, and they said the John Waters influences on this. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the reason, you know, that, that poor Peter Angela, you know, or Pete. Angela with a Peter. Angela uh, with a Peter. I was is, say. is the way that she is. It's possible. It's possible. Because the ant's definitely... The ant's strange, isn't she? Definitely a character. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. And she's a doctor, so... Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like that she's a doctor, so you can kind of uh, account for the hormonal stuff. Yeah. Like, I thought it's that... It's kind of not that out of the box, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, it's not like they just slap the wig, you know, yeah. you know on Peter. <laughs> yeah. All right, I said we were going to get to it. This is just the stuff that I found funny, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have, as far as I know, in my experience with the slasher film, and I feel like I'm kind of intimately familiar with the slasher film, I don't know that I've ever seen a curling iron to the twat in a slasher film. <laughs> Faith, have you seen, ever seen a curling no. iron? But that is so funny because those were my exact words when I was watching. I was like, oh, a curling iron to the twat. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's, Interesting choice. Really, it, I like the choice, though, because it stands out. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's my favorite really, yeah. moment, I think. We, uh, we have a cigar-chomping lech who, who runs this place uh, in, in the guise of Mel, played by Mike Kellen. This was his last appearance in a feature film. He died uh, shortly after this came out and this guy at one on one hand doesn't want anyone to know of the awfulness that is going on at camp arawak on the other hand he's trying to bang one of the counselors yeah he's a fine upstanding gentleman what a what a wonderful this, man this ties in we talked about this last week with friday the 13th part two i am so not familiar with the world of the summer camp everything that i know about summer camp comes from Friday the 13th in yeah, exactly. the movie Meatballs with Bill Murray, you know, and it's like, I don't even know if it's a thing anymore, you know. I heard that it was recently, so I'm going to go by what I've, I've okay. seen and hearing that it is a thing, but I, I'm not familiar with summer camps myself. Besides these movies. Besides these movies. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if this is an accurate depiction of the summer camp world or just cheap exploitation. Right. It's cheap exploitation either way. But, either way. But are we are we putting the added dimension of it being summer camp <laughs> exploitation? I actually really liked Mike Kellen and that he this dude looks like something, you know, you would find, you know, in like a Staten Island bar where a Billy Joel song is playing. You yes, know? absolutely. You know. <laughs> Uh, we have an appearance by a gentleman who was, I believe, an NYU student at the time. Uh, they put a casting call out for this. Uh, I, honestly, I don't even know how you approach someone about this, but uh, there's someone named Archie Liberace in the movie. Archie Liberace is the bottom half of Naked Angela at the end of this movie. Wow. Yes. You'd have, you'd have to pay. It is Archie's. Person. It is Archie's only screen credit to date. I mean, <laughs> and I'm going to assume that he tells people it was cold. Yeah, that's probably so. That's it. All right, we have some other really great characters in this movie, but uh, I want to talk about something here. I had this thought this morning when I was putting notes together. Uh, one of the reasons I'm deducting points from this movie. There are some reasons I'm deducting points from this movie, but. Maybe this is nitpicking. I don't know. We have a character in this movie named Ronnie, played by Paul D'Angelo. And Ronnie is, for lack of a better word, a meathead. Mm-hmm. Ronnie wears tank tops. And listen, he's got the physique to to warrant the tank top. He mm-hmm. is also wearing these shorts that show off his religion. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I am really upset that this guy doesn't have more screen time. Because Agreed. he was my favorite character in the movie. Because he is at once clueless and extremely sweet all mm-hmm. at the same time. Hey, what's wrong, Angela? You want to get something to eat? Let's go in the back and talk to pervy chef. And he brings her in there with the pervy chef and just leaves her. And like, you got to think the guy knows that like, 
<laughs> I mean, that this that this guy, uh, what's his name, Artie the pervy pedo cook, you know, is talking about grass on the playing field, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela, you want something to eat? <laughs> okay, so I love this guy every time that he pops up on screen. I also love the other meathead in this movie, Gene, played by, this is this is a great name, Frank Trent Saladino. He's the counselor. That's a good one. Right. He's a counselor who wears the uh, cropped shirt. You know, he's got that (laughs) hairy chest, you know, and you can tell that this guy's uh, can trace his ancestry back to Sicily. You you know what I mean? (laughs) I know what you mean. So I think they missed a real opportunity to make this a buddy detective uh, movie with the two of them trying to solve the case. Could you imagine these two meatheads trying to solve the case? Hey, Gene, what do you think? It looks like they killed her. Yeah, Ronnie, I think they did kill her. Look, she's got a curling iron in her twat, Gene. Yeah, that's where it is, Ronnie. How do you think they got it in there? I don't know, Ronnie. <laughs> like, I want to see, like, they needed to, like, film that movie at the same time, you know, and release it as, I a, liked that. as a DVD extra. <laughs> they, they should have known 40 years ago that it was going to be a DVD that's extra. That's what the people want today. That They should have known. Can we, can we appreciate the fact that I just said a DVD extra? When's the last time you put a DVD into, into Ooh, a Ooh, that's a good question. When was the last time you bought a DVD? I don't know. I have some DVDs. Well, I have some, but I, I, the last time you, like specifically went and bought a dvd it's been a while hasn't it possibly yeah i i, I wanted more ronnie i really legitimately I wanted more Ronnie. i, I want that detective movie i want gene and ronnie <laughs> in a detective movie. hey look she's got something sticking out of her yeah yeah ronnie what are we gonna do i don't know let's lift some weights hey don't jump your junk might come out of your shorts <laughs> i mean i mean that it was it was like you know i was sitting there watching it like his stuff's going to come out of the shorts. Like <laughs> I was waiting. Like I honestly was waiting. It's like the three's company episode where like, uh, John Ritter's junk. You can see his junk with you those short shorts. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what is he, he sits on the bed and he swings his leg around and like, yep. it's like, like, there's his nuts. There it is. <laughs> there's Jack trippers rippers. And, um, <laughs> and it's like, I was like, I was like, Come on, there's got to be like a shot here or something. Like, like, I mean, they were like way too short. Yeah. Way too they short. Were. Like, like inappropriately short. Yeah. I worked really hard on my legs. I want you all to look at my legs. Like, I was like, why are you wearing this crap at like you a know, summer camp, dude? Well, that's another question for these summer camp people because we don't know anything about summer camp. Like, do they really wear shorts that short? That well, they did in 1982 or three <laughs> when this was filmed. It, it's amazing. But like, why? Like, so I think the trade off as, as the years have gone by because the shorts were really short, the athletic shorts were really mm-hmm. short. But his socks were pulled up really high. So as the shorts got longer, the socks got shorter. That's the trade-off. Watch NBA, you know, highlights from the 80s. You know, just watch yeah. them, you know, from the 80s and then kind of follow through. Yeah. You know, and you'll see the shorts get longer and baggier and the socks, you know, they're not pulled up. So I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I'm not sure. I would like to know what that's about. I know. Now. I'm very curious. <laughs> like honestly, like now it's like the only thing on my brain is like, when did that happen? Why did that happen? Did somebody say, I'm tired of almost seeing junk when I go to the gym? Like, I mean, because I that, mean, probably because if that guy That's a good enough reason to if make that guy sure it's gets longer. on a uh, like a calf machine or something, you know, like, I mean, you're, you know, yeah, if he starts working the it's hip a free flexors show for you right there, if he starts working the hip flexors. I do, though, man, like I wanted this guy to like solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. I want to like that. You know, Angela, do you know who killed everybody? They put a curling iron in a twat, Angela. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, uh, I want to talk about Angela. Before we talk about Angela, uh, this is a slasher movie. Um, I, I, okay, so I know this movie is a cult favorite, it has a lot of fans, and I don't want to seem like I'm knocking on the movie. I just don't think it's a very good movie. But as a slasher picture, mm-hmm. I I am in love with this thing. I think this mm-hmm. thing hits all of the tropes it does. like so perfectly. It does. And um I think with a few little tweaks, it probably you're probably looking at like something that's like way, way, way high yeah. up on the genre. It's just it, it, but just as a film, I don't feel like it's fulfilling its its full potential. No, but you know. I, I was entertained watching. I was having Absolutely. fun watching yeah. it because 
it, they make the kills kind of fun and entertaining and different. So that kind of pulls you in to see where, like, okay, what are they going to do next to kill off the next person? Right. Because they're also unique. Right. Uh, the thing that I respect most about it is, uh, now with that said, I don't think it's a, an incompetent movie. Uh, right. There's some movies in the public domain that they show on OSI 74. If you're not hip to OSI 74, you need to check that out. You also need to check out uh, Betamax TV, which shows a lot of old B movies. If you want to see incompetent movies, watch <laughs> watch some of the stuff there. Uh, no, this is not an incompetent movie. But one of the things I, I really respect about it is it does trace its roots back to Psycho. Mm-hmm. In the purest form, because of of the gender bend mm-hmm. in Psycho and the reveal of you know the mystery, and then the reveal and uh, the twist ending, right. and so in that respect, it, it does harken back to Psycho. And you even get you a shower scene in there. <laughs> you get a shower scene, yeah, and you get another notch in the belt for Psycho being the father. Yeah of of this genre exactly you know which i think is really amazing and so let's see psycho came out in 60 Mm -hmm. and uh so we're talking you know 61 years at the time of this recording and that genre is still going strong and the basic elements haven't changed much and you gotta give credit also to john carpenter Mm -hmm. for this too so that's pretty cool. I think it's very cool. It's pretty cool. I do think it's a good slasher film, though. I think so. I think, I think, I think it's a good so slasher sure. film uh, because it is engaging. Mm-hmm. It's engaging with the mystery element. Uh, it does feel like Friday the 13th in that respect. It does. It, it has that vibe to it, like Friday the 13th. It feels like summer, like Halloween feels like October. It feels like Halloween. So it, yeah. it has that summer feel and vibe to it. And then you add in all, of, like I said, you add in all these cool these cool kills and it just, it really is a cool slasher film. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to it. We have a really good performance in this movie. We mm-hmm. I, th- I think a really kind of iconic horror movie performance in this, uh, with Miss Felissa Rose playing mm-hmm. Angela here. And, uh, she was young when they did mm-hmm. this and she really kind of carries the emotional center of this movie. And, you know, let me ask this. Did you know? Did you know who was doing it? Did you know it was her? I had a feeling. You had a feeling it was her? Okay. Just because she was a little off. She was a little off. A little yeah. bit. I, I really liked her performance as the kind of lonely outsider mm-hmm. kid, you know, uh, kind of weird, you know, but, yeah. but you're feeling for it. So I thought she played like the traumatic element of the character mm-hmm. really, really well. And I, I didn't think that she tipped her hand anyway as to that she was, you know, we're not, you're not looking right at her. No, not necessarily. The only thing that would, that kind of gave away for me is like after someone would do something to her, we're following them into like their death scene. So it kind of was like, okay, maybe, yeah, okay, maybe this is, <laughs> maybe she's the killer because they're doing stuff to her. So who else would be She's, this yeah. aggravated with these people yeah. to want to murder them this brutally? So, yeah. yeah. She's she's the best thing that this movie I think has going for it. Oh, uh yeah. performance wise. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's I think she's really she's great. She's pretty solid. She's very solid. And uh she has been on on the Joe Bob Briggs show. If you get the opportunity to watch this movie on the Shutter streaming site, I'm I'm assuming it's still up, but on Joe Bob's last drive in uh, Sleepaway Camp is one of the movies, and he actually has her on the show. But what's really great is he'll call her like yeah. throughout the series, and they'll put her picture her up. Picture, <laughs> and it's one of the most unflattering pictures you've ever seen. And it always says Felissa Rose, mangled penis expert, because they'll call her with uh, with uh, questions about dicks in movies, like she's like <laughs> the expert on it. You know. I love it. And uh, she seems like she is a legitimate, like, decent, kind-hearted mm-hmm. soul. She gets the joke, right. you know, and 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 is and runs with it, and just seems and doesn't run from sleepaway camp. What know? exactly was she at the end? What was happening at the end? Like what? Yeah. What yeah, was so that? Let's talk. About, let's talk about the end because that's the biggest. That's the biggest. What the hell moment in this movie? Right? Yeah. That's the biggest. Okay, so let me back up to the question I just asked you, especially since you just watched this for the first time today. Mm-hmm. 
Did you have a thought that it was her? You had a, you had that thought. Uh, somewhat, yeah. Did you think that she was a boy? No. You didn't. So that was <laughs> that was a surprise. Um well what they did uh special effects wise they superimposed her head on uh what's this guy's name? But Archie she, Liberace. But was she like a creature? Oh, with the guttural She just had this like weird Yeah, that guttural sound she was Creature made. vibe coming off yeah, of her. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying, wasn't it? Like did she get taller or something? Like I yeah, something, I th- something was I it, actually I mean. think it was just the special effects were yeah. were a little wonky. I don't know if she was like possessed by something or part but that look, Something. that look that Felissa Rose was given is like, that's like classic. Oh, I know. <laughs> that is like chilling. That bothers it really me. It, it really bothers me. I had to look away. Me. I was like, I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think? <laughs> did you think they were going to go for it with the, uh, with the hang dang? Did you think they were going to show the weenie? No. <laughs> Wasn't this like, and like, I'm of, sausage. <laughs> I'm of, I'm of two minds on it because you could have, you could have pulled that off without showing it Mm -hmm. and then you get into real hitchcock territory where you're not showing it Mm -hmm. you know because hitch never you know it was it was less the less is more approach and then you lose a great comedic beat there with my boy ronnie played by paul d'angelo who's the one who's seen it with uh susie the other counselor like i mean and you could have had him inform the audience like hey she has a willy (laughs) Like, Angela's a guy a Peter. <laughs> Angela's a boy. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I. There's a skeeter on Angela's Peter. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then there's a, then there's the other, uh, the other part of me that's like, oh, they went for it. Yeah, they went for it. Okay. I mean. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you remember it. Exactly. You, know, you remember it. That's the thing. That's <laughs> that's what you remember from this movie is is you remember the hang dang. You remember the Vienna sausage. That's, you remember the Vienna sausage. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, it, that spam is out of the can. That's that's what it is, and it must have been cold. But that's. I mean, it, it shocked me the first time I saw it. It absolutely shocked me because I was like, they're not going to. Oh, they did. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then then it was like all I could think about was that look on her face, know. you know, and, and, and you're sitting there looking at, at the, uh, this, this naked boy that's been posing as a girl the, the entire time. You, you had me all week wondering what it was. Cause you're like, I'm not going to tell you it's mm-hmm. so different. Whatever, whatever else you said. I didn't, like, I didn't, I didn't want to influence you want like yeah. at all with it because so I, I, didn't, I didn't know. Honestly, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And I um, don't know if that's what I was expecting. <laughs> I mean, how often do you see that in a but movie? So here, I don't here's the deal. Are you still thinking about it? Of course. Yeah, you're still thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah, it's uh, it is kind of a wonky special effects shot. It's a it's a it's wonky shot, and yeah, she's uh, she's like visceral and, and feral in that last mm-hmm. scene. You know, Donnie Thornberry all grown up or something. <laughs> you know. So I, I don't know. Yeah, which which would be interesting, you know, making the comparison there. Donnie Thornberry was famously uh, voiced. Would we say voiced? Uh, uh, just made sounds. Uh, Flea made Flea, Flea yeah. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers made those sounds. And Flea famously in 1999 or whatever it was, went out naked at Woodstock and played. So, but with his wiener hanging out, you can watch it on YouTube. Ain't wearing a stitch of clothes. Oh my god! And the bass ain't covering it up. He's he's just out there, just well, it, all right. It's, it's about as flea as it gets, right? <laughs> like how flea can you get? Well, that's how flea. Well, you can get. there you there's your answer. So I think we have a we have a pretty flea ending here. <laughs> <laughs> what what um what what did you think of the movie? That did you, you enjoyed it though? It, I, d- I did enjoy watching it. Like I never really yeah. I never got bored. I never felt like it was dragging. Like I actually I actually enjoyed watching it. We've done uh, in case you're not uh, up to date with us uh, in our summer slasher series. We've done Jaws so far, and we did Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, and Jaws is an absolute masterpiece. There's no getting around the fact that Jaws is one of the greatest films ever made. That's why it's on the AFI Top 100 list and it's always listed as one of the greatest films ever made. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Part 2 is usually not on those lists. Uh, at least Benlin's <laughs> greatest films ever made list there usually doesn't pop up. But um, we both really enjoyed oh, yeah. that film. More, I think it's a little underrated. More know? than we thought we would, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, this is probably my least 
of the three that we've done so far. I feel like so far, making a like top list, we're going in order of like favorite to yeah. You know, we're kind of yeah. like going the list of how we're watching is honestly, I feel like. And we're also doing it in order. We have one film left and we will clue you in as to what I that wonder film what it is. is. I know if you've been following, you know, <laughs> and you know that I've been wanting to pick like that movie to come up like. Uh, but we oddly randomly pick these in the, the order of how they came out. We did. So yeah. Pretty interesting. We certainly did. And uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. I know. We should it start was. doing this. We should start picking a bunch of movies, throwing them in, throwing them in a bowl. Well, just... I think that might be what's going to happen. Yeah, next month too. I think Ooh. we should. Ooh. I like it. I like it. This is not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> no. uh, but it's a really uh, fun slasher movie. It's it's unique for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is what it is, and uh, it's unsettling and kind of jarring in some spots. And there uh, is there's I, some there's some it's like some dark moments. In yeah, there's some real <laughs> darkness in here, and I think the kills are really good and creative. Uh-huh. We're gonna go over the kills uh, in the. Last part mm-hmm. of the show, Faith and I have been doing a wager as to how many kills there would be in the movie. Faith has won two weeks in a row. We will see who took this week. Let me give you a hint, folks. It's not Faith. Oh, then I wonder who it is. I don't know. Maybe one of the <laughs> spook specters or astral beings from Dimension X that might be in the studio you, with you us tonight. Know. You never know. All right, we are going to take a very short break. This is a news break, so be sure to stay tuned for all of the fake news not fit to print. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. election in Cozy Corner was a close race and is still a hotly contested affair. Mayor Lucius Morningstar narrowly won re-election and challenger Lori Linkertinker wants a full recount of every vote cast. Morningstar says that it is his top priority and a full recount and audit will be conducted as soon as he gets back from his two-week vacation for Martha's Vineyard. There's a tropical depression in the Gulf of Mexico right now that is hoping to be upgraded to a hurricane by the time it makes landfall. While we here at the Late Night Fright do not like hurricanes, who are we to step on someone's dream? Scientists at the Cozy Corner Institute of Science and Stuff have determined that regular injections of Botox can help alleviate the symptoms of migraine headaches. So that's why Nicole Kimmon looks like she does. She has migraine headaches. Interesting. Finally, I recently defeated Cozy Corner chess champion Grant Gerber in less than five moves. Those karate lessons have really paid off. And that is the news. Stay tuned for our final scores, the death count for Sleepaway Camp, and a preview of next week's show. Welcome back to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We're going to wrap it up with Sleepaway Camp. What do you think we should do first, Faith? Should we give our scores or should we go over the death? We can count? do our, let's do our scores. Get that out of the way. All right. Uh, overall film, we are awarding, uh, what did we say, pervy camp cooks who get boiled in water? Yeah. I like, like it. That. <laughs> so I like it. All right. Uh, you have the honor. Uh, overall film, how'd you score? I went 2.5 just because I really did enjoy watching this movie. I had fun watching it, but it's not the best movie ever made. In the I world. went two. Okay. I went two. Fair. Uh, same reason. Same reason. I took off yeah. that half 
that you gave because I wanted uh, the Ronnie Jean. I think I gave it the half just because it was my first time watching it, okay. and it was just, you know. There you go. There you go. It's You don't know what I like to expect. It. I like it. Uh, I took off that half star or half pervy cook because I wanted the Ronnie Jean detective movie. Or the weenie was too small. You or, took away half. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, what the hell? What the hell is our... Second I character. think we both went the same here. Uh, I went four. Four. I went four because there are moments in this movie before you get to the what the hell moment exactly. where you're going, what the hell? Yes. Snakes coming out of drowned You should people's. have warned me about uh, that. Well, I... I, I, I had to close my eyes. Wasn't, wasn't aware of it. You weren't aware of it. You've seen this movie. I didn't want to spoil anything. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil anything. You could have just said, hey... And you know, the snake, snake, the, snake, movie. the snake is symbolic of the weenie and the weenie. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what it was. Uh, can we appreciate the fact that uh, Angela slash uh, Peter is very strong for for the age? Right. <laughs> very strong. <laughs> All right. That's so, what I'm saying. Wait, I, like, is she part something else? Because like, I think she's inhuman in some. There's sequels, Faith. He, that's I all I can know. say. There's sequels. Have you seen them? Uh, no, I have not. <laughs> Do no, you want I have to? not. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. After I watched the Slumber Party Massacre, that's 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 it. All right, so we have been wagering on uh, how many deaths would be in the films. Uh, Faith has won two weeks in a row. Well, guess what? I won this week. I wagered nine. You said eight. We were both kind of off. There are 12. There are 12 deaths in this movie. Is this our most so far for our slasher series? Yes, it is. Uh, You'd think it would have been Friday the 13th Part 2, but Jason was just getting warmed up in that one. Yeah, he probably couldn't couldn't get around too good with that sack over his head. He can only see out of one one eye. Right, it's All right, so... Uh, here, here's our dearly departed. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, John Baker is killed by a speedboat. That's five minutes in. John Baker's child, that would be Angela, mm-hmm. killed by the same speedboat. Five minutes in. Uh, Kenny is drowned in a lake. Thirty-five minutes in. Billy is stung to death by bees while taking a mondo crap. Fifty minutes in. <laughs> Meg, her back is slit open with a knife. One hour, four minutes in. Judy penetrated with hot curling iron. There it is. One hour, twelve minutes in. That's 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 the gold that's star the, right there. there. You go. Uh, young camper number one found hacked to death with hatchet. Young camper number two, three, and four found hacked to death with a hatchet in their sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. Poor little lambs. Hour and twelve minutes in. Old Dirty Mel shot with an arrow through the neck, one hour 15, and Paul was decapitated an hour and 19 minutes in. Artie was hospitalized after being burned. We don't know if he lived or died, so we're not going to count, but uh, 12 deaths in sleepaway camp. If you are not checking out the Dead Meat Wiki, you should be checking out the Dead Meat Wiki. They uh, give you synopsis of the horror films, and they give you the count, and they give you uh, who died, how, and at what point in the movie. I think they give awards for nice i think it's the golden chainsaw okay for what they consider to be the best death and i believe it was meg won the golden chainsaw here uh, Mm, for the shower shower. death so it was good but there's nothing that beats that curling iron to the twat i mean and and it's done in shadow and you could say it's a very tasteless yet tastefully done yes i enjoyed it it's so brutal it really the, and the curl- hands coming up in shadow. The curling, oh. the, the curling iron, and the and the and the weenie is uh, <laughs> what I remember from from the movie. That look on Felissa Rose's face oh, yeah. at the end. This is a this is a fine movie. Uh, it's a fun movie to watch. I don't know that it's an essential watch, but it's definitely one of those fun kind of communal yeah. viewing experiences. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely. So there you go. <laughs> Well, Summer Slasher Month is coming to an end. We started with four films. We just told you what our first three were. Mm -hmm. Jaws, Friday the 13th Part 2, and tonight we did Sleepaway Camp. That leaves the one I've been waiting for (laughs) from 1988, Cheerleader Camp. (laughs) What's it also known as, Faith? Bloody pom-poms. Directed by John Quinn, starring Betsy Russell, Leif Garrett. That's right. Leaf Garrett, the tiger beat heartthrob from the 70s. You should see him in this. Lucinda Dickey and Lori Griffin. Uh, a lot of the same setup as movies that we've seen and talked about here on the show, except this time we're going to be off and people at a cheerleader camp. That's well, simple. Okay, let's 
Let's let's guess how many deaths. That's simple. We gotta, we gotta Faith, guess. since I won this week, you may guess first. Ooh. Um. Have you seen this movie? I have not seen. This is first time watch for me. For both, for both of us. So we're then. both going to be given a K. Give us an I. Give us an L. Give us an L. What's that spell? Kill. Kill. I want to go. Eleven. Eleven. Ooh. Let's, okay. Let's go for it. I am actually going a little lower than that. I think we're going to be more in like that kind of mid range. So I'm going six. Yeah. Can I? Can I go back on mine? You can. I'll go eight on this one. Eight? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Eight and six. I like yeah. it. Yeah, let's, like let's it. go there. Okay. Those were my two numbers, so. So what happens if, if it's seven? Well, you would win because I went over. You went seven. over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like uh, Price is Right. You know, the closest who doesn't go okay. over wins. Yeah, so 1988 Cheerleader Camp is up next, a.k.a. Bloody Pom Poms. I've been waiting for this one. I, <laughs> I really have been really too. This movie, uh, if you're here in the States, United States, is available on YouTube. You can watch it. So I'm sure it's streaming other places around the world. So, you know, get on that. I'm ready. Because that's your homework. Yes, All do you your homework. There. All of you out there, that's your homework. It's going to be sad to say goodbye to Summer Slasher. It is. But we're not going to be saying goodbye immediately because we are going to do It's a first for us here on the show. We're going to do kind of a wrap up. Uh, We're going to do a separate show wrapping up. We're going to go into all the kills. We're going to talk about our favorite moments from these movies. We're going to talk about our favorite kills. And then we're also going to see if we can determine a favorite kill overall from, from all of it and just give some general thoughts as well as a preview of what we're going to be doing next month. And I think next month is going to be a lot of fun. I think so. I'm going to give you a hint. Big monsters. You gave it away completely. Big monsters. <laughs> and I think we've got some good movies picked out too. Yes. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to do it the same way. I think we're just going to pick. I think we pick should. Out of the, it's uh, fun like that. You don't you don't know what to expect. That's right. That's right. So I would like to thank all of you for tuning in and letting us drone on in your ears for a little while. Talking about movies is fun. It's a lot of fun for Faith and I to talk about movies together and mm-hmm. to share this conversation with you. These times we find ourselves living in, uh, the powers that be, would like to keep us divided on a whole lot of lines. You know what those lines are. You don't need us to tell you what those lines are. Don't let them divide us. There's more of us than there are of them. And if you're a horror fan listening to this show, I know you're a good person because horror fans are naturally inclined to be good, decent, gentle people. Yep. Horror fans uh, do so much charity work. It's amazing the kind of charitable uh, giving that you see, you know, through social media and, and things like that, uh, the horror community, uh, it, it's, it's an amazing, amazing community. Mm-hmm. We're happy to be a part of it, but call up your friends, watch a movie, then talk about the movie. You'll be glad you did. And this is a communal experience anyway. It's mm-hmm. a lot more fun to watch a horror movie with a friend. Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It, it, these were made for that. Absolutely. They're made for it. So, do that. Get together with a friend. As always, be happy, be healthy, be safe, be sane, and take your vitamins. There you go. As always, it's a pleasure and a privilege to bring this show to you. Faith and I love doing this show. This is our favorite part of the week. And uh, recently, it's it's even more so it's been our favorite part of the week. We've, we've really, uh, I feel like we've kind of found a groove with the show. I think so. Yeah. Um, so if you go back into the back catalog, you know, listen to them all. Uh, I, I would, I would love for you to go and listen to them all. But uh, uh, I feel like uh, in the past uh, few months, we've really gotten better at the show mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm hoping we continue to get better doing the show. Thank you for stopping by for a little while. There's a, there's a lot of options you have with how to spend your time and it flatters us that you choose to spend it with us. Thank you so much. It Thank really you. means a lot. And this show as always will continue to be a free show We will never ask you for money, and we will continue to strive to do our best and bring you the best possible shows that we can. We would love to hear from you. Late Night Fright Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us we're doing a great job. Tell us we're doing a bad job. Tell us, hey, you're doing, you're going right down the middle of the road, man. (laughs) Two stars. There there you go. (laughs) If there's a movie that you would like for us to do, let us know. Mr. Michael Whitaker from Pennsylvania, thank you for writing in. Thank you for sharing your experiences with Blobfest. Glad you had a good time. And uh, any of you out there, uh, uh, share convention stories with us, share pictures with us. Uh, We would love to hear from each and every one of you. We are available to talk. 
That's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's it, it'd be great to connect with some of you out there. So thank you all again for listening. And uh, in the words of the late great Don Cornelius, the host of Soul Train, be good to yourself, be good to your neighbor. I think that's it. I think that's the secret. I think so. Yeah. I like this movie. I'm really looking forward to the next one. <laughs> and you know too. what? I'm looking forward to the one after that. And I'm looking forward to the one after that and, and, and all the way down the line. So, uh, Faith, do you have anything you, you, you want to say before we... I think I'm up? good. Because it feels like it's that time, it, doesn't it? Does. It, it, it feels like it. it's that time. If we snap our fingers, will the magic happen? We got to try. I, I have a feeling the magic is going to happen because I believe, mm-hmm. I believe, and all of you out there, I hope you believe with us. So on the count of three, let's all of us, all of us listening, snap our fingers. Ready? One, two, three. There it is. Time to say goodbye. Time to say goodbye. Before we go, just one final note. Watch out for those hot curling irons. <laughs> or straighteners or... Hair wands, you never know. You never You never know. know. Be careful out there, people. Be careful. Cheerleader Camp from 1988, a.k.a. Bloody Pom Poms, is up next. Thank you for tuning in. We hope to see you next week. Faith, take us home. May your coffin be cozy and your sarcophagus warm. May the light of the moon keep you safe from harm. Be you a vampire, spook, specter, or beast. Always remember, keep keep your monster monster on on a leash. leash. We will see you on the other side. I didn't do Letterman this week. I've been doing Letterman for like the past month. Well, we got to end the show. We got to do the Letterman. Best way right? possible with Letterman. Uh, so, uh, Faith, uh, Faith, uh, did you? Did you like the sleepaway camp there, Faith? Yeah, Dan, I really did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you like the hang dang there, Faith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Indiana crazy. Sausage, that's yeah. crazy. That's good. <laughs> Pretty good.